Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Toy Photographers Podcast, the official podcast of toyphotographers.com. Or should I say, uh, thanks for welcoming me back. I'm sorry that I have been gone for the last few weeks battling this cold. Thank you, everybody, for bearing with me and sticking around while we've been uh, in between episodes. I'm really excited to be back into the swing of things and back to be talking with Christina, who is here to talk to me about (laughs) another one of our themed episodes. So, Christina, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm fine. I haven't been sick. Oh, I had a bit of a cold, but it went over. And I've been to Washington for a week, so I'm just back, kind of jet-lagged and kind of really filled with the idea of talking about fear and photography. I thought about you. I've thought a lot about you and your sickness. How are you actually? How are you? <laughs> are you well? Well now? Yeah, I'm. I'm like ninety-five percent better. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Um, when I, I don't get sick very often. So when I do it, it really knocks me off of my feet. Uh, my wife and I went traveling. We went back to our hometown for a week to visit some family and friends, which is really nice. And then the day we got back, we got hit with a really bad cold. Both of us got hit with colds. So we were both individually sick and then also taking care of the other person. So Isn't that typical of being away or being a of leave then when you come back you kind of have all the amazing <laughs> diseases or or bacterias or viruses around you then you just uh, <laughs> are a mushroom for them <laughs> yeah exactly yeah just traveling is such a you know stressful like on your body and stuff just a stressful thing to do and then also being yeah, in a foreign environment than you usually are, being around so many other people, and airports are just germ central. Yeah. So um, I'm surprised you didn't come home with a cold after traveling we'll to another country. S- we'll and... see. We'll see. I just landed today, so we'll see. We, ah. I hope I'll, I'll uh, manage to f- again <laughs> be as <laughs> vivid as I am right now. Uh, I, right. I have been really longing for the a special episode where you be the main person of the podcast. When is that going to air? <laughs> uh, soon, soon. I have, we just I just haven't had a chance to record it yet. Um, you know, just bouncing back from the cold has meant catching back up on work and emails and, and the podcast and all that kind of stuff. And um, so I'm hopefully recording that this week and that'll be next week's episode. If not, I've got more guests lined up that I'm scheduling and recording with. So mine is going to be in the mix, hopefully in the next week or two. Um, I'm really excited for that one, though. I'm really nervous, actually, because being in the in the hot seat is going to be really interesting. <laughs> I saw you ask for questions. Did you get a lot of them? I I got a few, yeah. I wanted to open the floor again for people that might have missed the opportunity to send them in. In case you haven't heard, I'm going to be doing an episode where I get interviewed and talk about my story. And so I'm really interested in hearing your guys' questions if you want to send them in. Christina, I loved the ones you sent in. They were... (laughs) I I really, really can't wait to uh, read those and and talk about those. so yeah, if people want to send those in, I've got a story section on my Instagram stories where you can send in a question. You can send me a message there. My username is the real James twenty three. Um, you can also email me at toyphotographypod at gmail dot com or uh, comment on one of the blog posts on the on the blog toyphotographers dot com. I'll, I'll see those as well. Yeah, go ahead and do that. Give him hard questions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some people, you know, ask the general, like, how'd you get into toy photography and all that stuff? But your questions were so, 
unique and, and interesting. I saw them and I was like, oh God, what am I going to do for these? <laughs> I, I showed them to my uh, middle son and he said, that's so typical of you, mom. You are such a school teacher. <laughs> <laughs> I was so, I was so proud with me really thinking hard. What what do I really want to know? So I posted mm-hmm. three or maybe was it four? I don't remember. Questions. I think it was four, yeah. <laughs> uh, you have been sick, but you have been doing some photography. I've seen it on Instagram. Or is that old photography, or have you actually been doing some between bed and and work and the flu? Most of it is old, I would say. Not super old. Um, I have. I've. So, in case people didn't see it, throughout October, I had an idea to post a bunch of black and white horror inspired photos. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, especially because I've been playing with smoke and fog effects, and that is such a big part of horror, obviously, the horror aesthetic. So I I really wanted to do that, and I had this, uh, I kind of wrote about it a little bit in my latest post this week, but I I envisioned this this great project of like 30 images, and they're all black and white and and have different (laughs) movie monsters, and you know, I had this big grand vision in my head, and um, starting in September, I started taking a bunch of those, and then... uh, my plan was to continue that into October and post throughout the month. And obviously then I got sick and that all kind of fell by the wayside. And I only ended up taking and posting like five or six photos. But those um, are amazing. So you should oh, go thank in, you. In, on James' Instagram and look at those. They are really, really we- well done. I like the smoke. It's an amazing effect. And I like the spotlighting. The lighting is so definitive and so mystical in in the way you use it in these pictures thank you it was really fun to um, play around with creating that horror aesthetic and and a scary mood using toys um, and and just learning how best to light you know smoke and fog because it's really different than what I'm used to I would you know I'd fill all these lights and then I wouldn't be able to see any of the smoke it's like well what's going on (laughs) and I realized oh you have to backlight it and all this kind of stuff so it was really fun to experiment with that Um, I wrote a post about doing that um, called horror and toy photography that's up on the blog as well so if people are interested in kind of why I did that and and some of my process there you can check out that post yeah you should you should actually read the blog because there is a a bunch of interesting work yes. there and posts not only yours but many of them are really interesting to read oh yeah i i love how the state of the blog and the the amount of great content we have going out i i'm still amazed that we have posts going out every day and from people all over the world and and we've got so many regular contributors now and guests submissions and and six image narratives there's just so much great content on the blog so if you guys listen to the show but don't read the blog i highly highly recommend it yeah you should actually look into the blog i saw in one of shelly's posts that you have a new community as well on on a new arena i don't even i don't even knew knew the 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 forum i have never heard of it are you part of that as well? I'm. <laughs> I feel really bad because if people haven't heard, the uh, G- Google Plus is being shut down. Uh, Google is no longer supporting the platform. I guess not very many people use it, uh, which is really, really disappointing because we have set up a really, really great toy photography community there. Google had this huge breach, uh, actually leaking a lot of data from G Plus. So, mm-hmm. so that's part of the reason why they are shutting G Plus down. 
they can't actually sustain the security on on the platform. Yeah, which is unfortunate. And, um, you know, unfortunately, the kind of the world we live in of cybersecurity is is such a big deal that, yeah, I understand that if they're like, hey, we can't secure this, this platform that we have, then they can't really support it. I wish that they could just fix what's what's wrong, you know. (laughs) Um, But I, I feel kind of bad because right as that happened is when I got sick and the, the moderators behind the the G plus community have all banded together and and found a new home for us and, and worked really, really diligently to uh, to pick a spot that's going to be really, really good for everybody while also uh, maintaining the kind of community that we had before. We threw a lot of ideas back and forth about where to go. Is it on Facebook? Is it on Flickr? Any of that stuff. You, you're ending up on MeWe platform. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, be, I came before you. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of it. I never heard of it. I had never heard of it either. I, f- I forget if, if Tony found it or if it was something that Shelley had found. Um, but I, I know that it's very similar in style to something like G+, as far as like the, the aesthetic part of it and the functionality of it. Unfortunately, switching over to something like Facebook or Instagram, you kind of get rid of the, the things that made the G+, community so special and so unique for us to have not only a a place to post your photos but to join in in a discussion for them and and run contests and and comment on each other's posts and all of this stuff it just we needed a, a, a space that facilitated the many different things that we try to do f- through the community so i think miwi is a, i haven't had a chance to check it out personally like i said i feel really bad uh, i'm gonna do that this week um start setting up a, a profile and stuff there Sorry, I put you on that soft spot. Oh, no, no, you're good. (laughs) Um, So Shelly wrote in her recent post that um, if you're not familiar with MeWe, it is similar to Facebook, but with a decidedly different attitude. No ads, no tracking, no BS. Because there are no ads, the site works on a premium model. The basics are free, but if you want increased storage, a black theme, encrypted chat, etc., it will cost you a little money. MeWe is what is referred to as a walled garden. Your posts are only searchable by others on the MeWe platform, not by Google. This is why we encourage you to use another platform like Flickr or Instagram for your images and either share links or images directly into the community. Uh, if you're looking for a smaller sandbox to play in, come see what MeWe is all about. So yeah, I, I'm starting to remember now some of the little details that, um, yeah, just because of the way MeWe is set up, we kind of have to post your photos somewhere else like Instagram or, or Flickr. I know that Tony has set up a Flickr group for us as well, um, and that you can post your photos there and then share the links to the photos in MeWe, and that's what we'll, where we'll have the discussion. Um, I'll include a link to to all of that stuff in the blog post for this episode, uh, as long uh, along with some of the information if they've released that. Like I said, I feel terrible that I don't have a more definitive, but I will g- gather those things together and let you guys know as soon as I can. Yeah, you can tell me in a month. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I know everything. <laughs> you can practice a bit. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, should we go for today's um, theme? Yeah, let's jump into it. I'm excited to talk about this. Uh, our theme this month with, was fear, and fear is something that obviously is a strong emotion in all of us and uh, something that, um, apart from the horror stuff that I was doing, something I don't think of too often when I'm doing my photography, or at least I didn't think I did. Um, how how why, why, do you why, feel about... No, wait, 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 wait a minute. Why, why don't you think about fear? <laughs> why, why, why isn't that an issue for you? That's a good question. Um, I think 
sorry i'm just trying to i'm trying to think of an answer for this because <laughs> I, was, I was wondering this myself i think part of it is when i started doing toy photography lego was my primary subject and lego is just such a, a happy toy to to photograph and such a happy they have such a you know a happy mission statement and stuff and so i think that subverting that wasn't something I was trying to do at least in the very beginning so a lot of my shots are funny or not very serious you know and as I've grown as a photographer and become more comfortable playing around with different genres and different moods and stuff I've I've finally started playing around a little bit with those emotions. Because when I started working with this theme I really I really hesitated a lot around it because I thought it was kind of close to to the G plus theme for this month, and I thought mm-hmm. I'll probably end up doing some Halloween stuff, and that isn't really what I want to do. And thinking right. around it, and why I really hesitated around it, I realized that much of my photography actually comes from my me working with my fears I I really try to use photography as a way of showing my fears or trying to um, overcome my fears to actually take my take a step closer to what really um, scares me uh, as a person as a human and um, Mm. so it it was rather the opposite uh, for me I think I always work with the really close to those I really try to use my toy photography or my photography altogether uh, to work around stuff that I want to actually uh, explore and fear is one of those why am I uh, fearing this why am I so hesitating around this and and fear is a issue that I come back to all the time yeah, I think that's I think that's the way to do it, honestly. Um, thinking about my my own process and how how I've been using it, I I think I realized that the more that I've been in tune with those things, the better my photography has become. Uh, pretty much ever since starting the podcast and doing these episodes with you, I'm I'm thinking of my photography in a deeper way than I used to. Um, I think. I used to not think about my fears because it was just, well, I'm just trying to get this funny Lego photo mm-hmm. taken, you know? Um, but now that I'm being more intentional about the shots I'm taking and the stories I'm trying to tell or the emotions I'm trying to convey, now that I'm more in tune with those things, I feel like my photography has become better because of it. I have a more clear vision for for myself than I did before. And so I think really leaning into those things especially yeah your 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 own fears and conveying those through your photography is really important because as we talked about last last month each photo is a reflection of you and and how you present your work and and the kind of work you take is really a reflection of who you are as a person and that can obviously change over time and and it definitely has for me and so I think uh, using photography in that way, in that deeper way, and really putting yourself into it can definitely make it more, uh, I don't want to say polished or, or anything like that, but just a more clear and concise vision for what you're doing. Does that make sense? Yeah, because I think the hard part with Lego is the happy faces. And uh, my way of coming around that and using toys in my photography is to make them faceless or turn them away so you don't see the face because mm. it, it doesn't say anything it, I don't I don't feel like I'm living in this happy 
smiling world and I don't think the childhood is a happy smiling world either not for any child I don't think any childhood is just happy and I think that is a lie and I think that a big problem with toys they they seem to give this illusion of children children or childhood to be this happy era in our our life but most of us you use the rest of our lives coming over our childhood trying to to grow up and be hmm. be aware of what happened and how am, am I supposed to work around that and because the childhood forms us as people yeah absolutely I think that's uh, I hadn't really thought of that yet and I think that part of that is what I was trying to do through my photography too is not not comment on those things but use it as an escape kind of like yeah push forward that idea of of just childhood wonder and fun and magic and you know I think the world is is a scary place sometimes and and I use photography mostly as a way to kind of escape those things yeah that um, uh, yeah and that's so nice because I think a lot of people do that through toy photography Mm -hmm. and that's I love the happy smiling pictures I usually (laughs) tell people that I kind of uh, use Instagram as a, a way of looking at other people's happiness and I love the pictures they post of their families and all their holidays and all their happy times and I can look at them and see oh they are so happy and I there's a it's a and I love that with toy photography as well but I don't want to do it myself it isn't I I don't see myself being the person doing the happy smiling childhood pictures I love to look at them but I don't do them myself usually almost I wouldn't say I don't think I do them at all (laughs) maybe (laughs) I do but but usually I don't I usually don't do them so so (laughs) but I like it I I'm, I'm not saying that Toy photography. Oh no, yeah, totally. I, I understand that. Um, I get that it's just not your your personal uh, style and and not what you're trying to to work through for, with your work. No, for, for for me, photography is a way of uh, kind of um, exploring things. What it is to I talked about this last week, last time with we chat about uh, reflections. It's a way of me to reflect upon who am I and why am I this person and why how come. Why Why do I respond in this context? Why do I feel this way? And and I use it as a tool to actually explore things and try to find answers that gives me insights in to who I am and who I am in the humanity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's awesome. And that's something that I'm trying to do more and more myself is, is really think, okay, why am I doing photos this way? Or, or wh- why do I feel like I need to take this particular photo? Or what am I really, besides just trying to get a cool shot of Darth Vader, like, what am I trying to, to say here? Or what's my intention? And like I said, I think that's really helped my work as a photographer and um, something that I'm definitely continuously trying to, to work on as, as I go forward. Yeah, yeah. It was so, so for me, fear was something really close to heart, and something that I really had a hard time to actually take upon me to work with because mm. I really had to face my fears to do my shot. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> now we're going to look at the 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 people that posted on the theme. We are really pleased and really happy with all your contributions to to the theme. We have uh, chosen a couple of the 
submission that we want to talk about, haven't we, James? Do you want to start? Yes. <laughs> you yeah, yeah, we have. You can start this time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that sounds good. Yeah, thank you again to everybody who submitted their their photos. We love, like I say every month, we love getting these and, and seeing your interpretations. And I, I wondered, because we were so closely tied in with the with the contest happening on G Plus last, last month, the Halloween contest, that we would just get a bunch of Halloween photos. And, and that wasn't the case, which I found really interesting. Yeah. That surprised me as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like that people kind of took the time to take shots that were separate from that, particularly for this podcast. So thank you guys for, for doing that and taking the time and, and submitting these to us. We, we love seeing them. Yeah, we do. Uh, the first one I wanted to talk about was from our friend um, Janin Lee, Spidey Goes Huga, who on on Instagram submitted an amazing shot of Spider-Man fighting Venom titled Face Your Fears. Just everything about this shot, the atmosphere, the posing, the, the action happening. I just thought this was amazing. Yeah, it's really amazing. Um, I, when I first looked at it, on it, I thought it was, I didn't realize it was two figures. I thought it was kind of a... He was fighting him. I think I don't know. I can't. I don't know the backstory. I'm not well familiar with the Spider-Man. I know that he's Peter Parker. Then he's got bitten by a spider. But I don't know anything about this Venom guy. Hmm. Even though he seems look to look like a Spider-Man, but he's black and has a long tongue. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's. that's... <laughs> anyway, when I looked at the picture, I thought it was. I didn't realize from the beginning that it was uh, another figure. I thought he was kind of uh, stuck in a, a web, his own web. So he was kind of fighting or trying to struggle through the web. Uh, the Spider-Man was trying, it was caught in the web of his own web. Maybe that is Venom, I don't know. But but I thought that was so amazing. And then I, when I looked closer at the image, I saw that it was a, a second figure, but for me, it they it didn't need to be the I didn't need to have the face of the Venom figure, I because the 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 fear is kind of for me it's like the Spider Man is caught in this web of his own fears and I think that's so amazing in the picture. It's a well done. Yeah, absolutely, I agree, and that's that's the the feeling I got too, and I think that's what Janin was going for here. Um, he he wrote a little caption um, that says the symbiote takes on its host's strengths, weaknesses, and character, often becoming its own worst enemy. Personally, I try to explore why I feel the way I do, and and in the process of doing so, often discover more about myself. And so, yeah, I think that the reflection or the photo is supposed to be kind of a reflection of um, Spider-Man and his own fears and and fighting not only an enemy but himself and the some of the venom mythology is that uh the venom symbiote so sorry i don't don't want to just turn into like a wikipedia article yeah here, please do but, that i love it <laughs> i want okay. the wikipedia article <laughs> <laughs> so um I, I don't know all the details obviously but basically the um the venom symbiote is is this alien creature that that lands on earth somehow and attaches itself to peter parker and the symbiote itself is a parasite it it latches on and it, and it feeds off of your 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 fear and your anger and all that kind of stuff and um since peter is spider-man he the the symbiote really really likes really really likes that power and, and kind of um amplifies all of peter's superpowers and and 
really, though, takes away some of his inhibitions and makes him kind of a bad version of himself. And so once he realizes that, he's getting kind of power hungry and and angry and, and unhappy with what the symbiote is doing to him he rips it off of his suit and and tosses it aside and the symbiote is a smart alien creature and and it really because he does that really hates him for the rejection and at the same time there's a character whose name is eddie brock who is a a rival of peter's kind of he's a another reporter and photographer who kind of goes up against peter and eventually he gets connected with the symbiote himself and the symbiote turns him into this venom creature that we see oh. so he, he is basically an, an evil bulked up version of spider-man who hates because the symbiote hates spider-man and because eddie brock hates peter parker they they team up really well and and kind of um yeah just turn into this big monstrous version of spider-man and go after him so it's it is definitely a uh, a mirror reflection in a way yeah, because and the the image is so well done. It's so amazing. I wish I could do images like this. Oh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and just how he's got the the posing is amazing. Where where Venom looks like he's being knocked back, yeah. and Spider Man's kicking him in the face. But then there's this webbing that's shooting out of his hand and and onto Venom, and it's just such a the, the all the psychological stuff behind it aside just the the posing and the composition of the shot is amazing and the lighting and is then, so amazing right yeah i love the lighting and the and the everything's black behind them but yeah. it's kind of a gradient so you can it all of the shadows really come through things don't just kind of disappear into the into the darkness here i i think that all of it really pops really well and it's just it's a beautiful beautiful image so thank you janin for for turning this in it's amazing yeah absolutely so that uh, that was the one I wanted to talk about. What about you, Christina? What's, I wanted what to jumped talk, out for you? Uh, about another image as well that jumped out to me because it was one of those ideas that I had and I thought um, this image, I have to talk about that. It's uh, LG toy photography that has yeah, done yeah, Luke. this amazing picture. I don't know. I can't say from the silhouette what kind of figure it is probably some superhero that i don't know the (laughs) name of but but it doesn't really matter because in the text it says i'm not afraid of the dark i'm afraid of what's in the dark and uh, the image is about fear for the dark and but but when i saw it i saw a picture of um oedipus no not not oedipus uh of uh, or Orpheus going to the to Hades, picking up his uh, uh, beloved. If if <laughs> what's her name? I can't say it in English. Anyway, his his lover that is has died, and he goes down to the Hades to pick her up mm. again. And when he comes up to the light, he can't he, stop himself. He turns back to look upon her, and she goes back into the dark again. And the picture is just I don't know if LG Toys even thought about that but for me this was an image of that mythology and the way of going to the light not uh, the light and the darkness and the contrast between them and I really love the way he has done this yeah that's a that's a really good comparison actually not something I thought about I love that's one of my absolute favorite uh Greek mythology stories um, because he goes to Hades to rescue her and basically basically Hades gives him a deal right yeah. that if you if you can walk out of here and she'll follow you but if you turn back 
she, and look at her, she'll she'll be she, stuck here forever. Yeah, ex- exactly. Yeah, and then like he he makes it almost to the very end, yeah. and then at the end they're yeah. walking through yeah. like leaves or something, yeah. and he he can't hear her footsteps anymore, so and turns, that's why he turns yeah, around. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So just that fear of yeah. the unknown yeah. and, and that. I think he captures that in this image as well, so even though. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it, I, and I can feel with the fairness of the darkness because I'm totally afraid of darkness. <laughs> oh, me too. <laughs> and 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 he captures this mythology. The yes, this situation when he stands and realizes that he's he is losing his love loved one to the de- to Hades again. I love it. I think it's this. I mean, I love this picture. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to do. I wanted to do this picture, <laughs> but, I, but I couldn't. <laughs> Yeah, I thought um, Luke did an amazing job of capturing silhouettes are are, are tricky to to pull off yeah. effectively. I have found because you you would think it's easier than than it is. Like, well, I just make sure that the back is lit more than the front, and then the silhouette will show up. But it's I've actually found them to be kind of tricky, and I love this one because you can clearly see um, the the shape of the figure and the and the silhouette of the figure. Um, like you said, it doesn't really matter who it is. I, I like that it, it is kind of ambiguous. And I, I just love the the tunnel that he's in and then the light at the end of the yeah. tunnel and that he's clearly walking away from that really exemplifies that he's walking deeper and deeper into darkness and soon that that light is just going to disappear behind him. Yeah. So just the, the framing and composition of the shot as well as the lighting just really sells the whole thing. I think this is an amazing photograph. So yeah. good job, Luke. Really good job. I really love it. I, I, I'm envious. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to do this. <laughs> I I love that feeling when I see somebody else's photo and I think, oh, I wish I could. That's what I I wish I could do that or that's what I was going for. You know, that's a it's a good feeling to to see somebody else nail yeah. an idea like yeah. that and then think like how how can I replicate no, that? No, I didn't. That myself, I or... didn't think that at all. <laughs> I thought he did it. I don't have to do it. I don't have to do. <laughs> I don't have to do go through the, all the work. <laughs> Luke did it. <laughs> And I went for a totally different idea. <laughs> I left it when I realized it was too much work. <laughs> uh, I, I've been there for sure. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm always going for the easy ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, before we jump into our shots, I just want to ask, like, what are some of your your fears and things that you thought of um, before, you know, taking your photo and jumping into this? What, what are some fears that jumped out oh, for you? Oh, I'm, I'm afraid of everything. <laughs> <laughs> you can see that in my picture. <laughs> I'm afraid of everything. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so, no, but, but uh, when I, I'm afraid of um, not being seen. I'm afraid of being seen. I'm afraid of falling. I'm afraid of standing out. I'm I'm afraid I'm not standing. I'm afraid of everything. I feel like I'm always <laughs> afraid. <laughs> so I'm kind of going around in the world feeling feared, <laughs> fear all the time. So, so it wasn't really hard. <laughs> Realized I'm going to do this. <laughs> right. Right. Should we... So do you want? We... Yeah, do you want to jump into yeah. ours? Let's do cool. that. Um, I will uh, let you go first if if you still want to yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd love to go first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, the picture I have in front of me is um, 
in portrait uh, orientation, it's in color, even though it's only two colors or two. The it isn't black and white, but it but it's only black and white that is portrayed in the image, and I I see it as a, a, a color image, even though the colors are obsolete because there is only black, white, and gray. And the, you have composed it as uh, it isn't in the mid. You haven't put the figure in the middle of the image. It's more empty space beneath the figure, even though it almost feels like it is in the middle, but it isn't. It's a bit over the middle, so I would say it's uh, in the golden ratio. And the figure that I see in the image is a skeleton figure and it's uh, lying down and uh, I would say it's uh, curling up like a baby, like a, it's a, it it's t putting its leg towards its belly and holding its arms around its head and looking down towards the ground and when we when we follow the skeleton's vision or his eyes we see a reflection of himself in the floor or in the image so it's actually a skeleton and a reflection of the same skeleton and when you see the reflection the eyes in the reflection kind of meets the viewer so even though the skeleton looks down upon itself the reflection looks out of the image towards me and uh, it's also crumbling up kind of uh, securing itself kind of uh, making sure that no one can hit it or it's kind of fair I would say it's kind of making it so small that you can't actually see it trying to get so so small as possible and uh, when I look up at this image I see both, I see a lot of fears. I see the fear of death uh, and how death is staring up upon me as something that I is in veg, in, we all just going to die. That's part of being a human or a living species. We're going to die. And the, the image reflects upon that fear. But I also thought about, we talked about reflection last time and I talked about my favorite one of my favorite myths about narcissus and the fear of actually falling in love with yourself or being upfilled with yourself and your own fears and the figure in this the skeleton in this picture seems to be obsessed with itself and the image or the reflection of itself the background is all black and it's so well done because the blackness is so compact and it, it contrasts the white so good and you have such good highlights in the pictures. There is no highlights that are too bright and there are no blacks that are too black. It's just well done and well composed. I would say it's Thank a, you. I would say it's an image about the fear of death, but but I would also say it's an image about fear to fall into your own fears so it's double-edged the the image as i see it i really think it's amazing
<laughs> Thank you. That was, uh, <laughs> I was a little worried just because it is a little more abstract than what I usually go for, but you, you nailed what I was, what I was going for. <laughs> so that, that makes me really happy. And I love the way you have composed the figure, or put the figure in this fertile, uh, the position of the figure. I really feel with it because it's trying to get so small that it's almost like a baby yeah it's kind of like cowering into itself yeah. and kind of hiding yeah yeah when i was i was thinking of um this challenge all month long because i was doing those horror shots and and i thought okay i want to do something kind of scary and spooky but not necessarily something that has a zombie in it or, or halloween themed because I, I wanted this to be more um evergreen and, and timeless and not tied specifically to something like Halloween. So when I was doing all those horror shots, I thought, okay, well, I can't just use one of these for my fear image. Um, so then I really started to think of of my own fears and, and what I just think of fear in general. And when I picture the word fear, what do I think? And, and part of what I think is, as you touched on the fear of death, and that's the biggest thing that all fear really comes down to for for people is just we're all afraid of dying and and death is the the big great unknown and it kind of the fear of death really drives a lot of human behavior and and history and and all of these things so i thought okay how can i talk about death in this image while while showing the fear of death and so i thought okay an all black background and and i just love skeletons i think they look really cool and i love this particular uh, skeleton figure um i got inspired by um, Corrine uh, Eat My Bones, who was on the podcast yeah. uh, kind of early on. She she photographs exclusively with these skeletons, and, then, and her shots are amazing. And um, so after discovering her work, I bought one of these for myself and have been playing around with it. And they're, they're r- really great figures, and I love how poseable they are. So I just, I set up my black background, and I have this reflective black plate. So I just set the skeleton there and started doing a bunch of different posing and I took a bunch of different shots and then really liked this idea that he's just kind of cowering in this in this black room because I I was thinking of some of my own fears and one of my biggest fears is is just the dark I I really hate the dark I I don't like walking around my apartment at night without turning on hallway lights Mm -hmm. and stuff you know I just the the dark really scares me and so um I wanted to to exemplify that and and show that in my image while also just finding some kind of like iconic way of displaying fear and the, the cowering like that is is what I picture you know is, is the the core physical reaction to fear is just to, to cower and kind of go back into yourself for safety so so I, I was playing with those ideas and just thought okay the skeleton is in this black room which is really scary and and he's kind of and I thought of that quote that the only thing to fear is fear itself yeah. and so he, what he is scared of in this moment is not only the the darkness, but his own reflection. And is he finding solace in his reflection because he's not alone? Is he scared of his reflection? And like you said, the reflection is kind of staring back at him and us. And the reflection is kind of a darker, creepier version of what he is. And so playing around with those ideas. And then the I played around a lot with how much negative space I was giving above and below the figure. I had him in the middle for a long time. I had him like all the way at the top. Um, I decided on this kind of like two thirds upwards position just because it does look a little off, which is just 
that being off kilter makes you think like something is wrong or something's different here. And then just the fact that there was more black space below him tied into my own fear of, of like heights and falling and that he at any moment feels like he could fall into this this abyss below him mm. and, and 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 is that death you know is if he falls is, is he dead is he already dead and so just playing around with that, that space and and figuring out how much darkness i want to to engulf in him <laughs> while also making him feel kind of claustrophobic and tied into himself um so so it was really fun playing around with this i, f- I feel like i've been rambling about <laughs> it but uh but yeah this this was a lot of fun so, so i'm glad that those themes came through for you it's really amazing. I really like it. What do you use for is surface to get the reflection? Um, it's something I bought off of Amazon. I'll I'll include the link in the blog post. It's basically just a it's one foot by one foot uh black. It's it's basically just like a piece of tile or or, or plasticky surface. Um, it's what I use for for when I'm shooting like a Death Star scene and I want the reflection on the Death Star floor. It's just this this black piece of piece of plastic that's really reflective people use it generally i think for like jewelry photography or product shots to get really professional looking shots with reflections in them so um it's something i i love using it and and playing around with it and i was really happy that i was able to get that flat black all the way across that it took a while to to really figure that out yeah i get that um I'm really amazed with the highlights that you get it to work oh, against you. the black and the white. It's really well done because it's so easy to get highlights uh, overexposed in, in this setting. Yeah, it took a while for me to get the, the lighting exactly right and the playing around in later in Photoshop or Lightroom with how, ma- how many highlights I wanted and how much shadow and, and not letting things disappear into the background. But also, like you said, not letting the highlights be too bright and, and pop too much. Um, that's something I, I always try to work on. So so I'm glad that it that it worked out. I'm, I'm really, really pleased with how yeah, this turned you, out. Yeah, you should be. And the focus is amazing as well. You have just the right focus for all the figure to be popping out through the in the darkness. Thank you. Well done. Thank you. I'm, I'm really happy with it. Um, you should be. And maybe... Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I took a... Like I said, I took a bunch of shots of him. So maybe I'll, I'll play around with making a little series or something just what i need is another photo project for myself (laughs) if you read my recent blog post you know how much i love starting photo projects but not finishing photo projects Ah, you should think of it as the king in 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 alice in wonderland he says start at the beginning end when yes when you come to the (laughs) to the end then finish there is (laughs) an end when you get tired of them as well so have to feel that it's okay to say this he didn't this is what's the end (laughs) right (laughs) then like yeah this fizzled or or i i'm not feeling this anymore and that's okay yeah i'm learning to do that and i know that you you wrote a post that'll be up soon about finishing a photo project i'm I'm excited for people to see that yeah i wrote it Oh, terribly wrong. <laughs> it was horrible to finish that project. Uh, maybe I maybe I'm not finished. Maybe I should do something with the end result as well. Just now I just have this body of work, so I have to decide if I'm going to print the 
end result or not if I go to put it in a book I you know there is never an end you have to decide when you're finished <laughs> right <laughs> yeah it's not just going to end itself you have to you have to d- definitively say okay this is the end and this is where I'm going next with it or, or where I'm not going with it you know yeah uh, I'm learning that process <laughs> right now but it's so. hard it is really hard because you have this idea of everybody else being so amazingly good at doing projects starting and actually going through all the process and I'm doing projects I realized I come to a point where I'm totally we talked about this last time as well and where I'm totally in love with the project and then I come to the next uh, downfall or the the hill slopes down and I realize I don't like this I don't think it's good enough it doesn't work Hmm. and then I want to end it and usually (laughs) I decide by when I when I'm in this falling in love area (laughs) I have to decide how much work am I supposed to do with this project and then I decide Mm. and then even though I fall down in this pitfall and I really feel like this is awful I know that and now I have decided I'm going to do 40 images then I do 40 images and I kind of strive on in the project even though it's hard. Yeah I'm I'm learning how to overcome some of those things or or realize that hey it's okay if i if i start something and then realize this is too much work or if yeah. I, i'm not into this idea anymore um because yeah inspiration when it hits it's 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 amazing you know and it's like okay yeah and i've got all these ideas and these big plans and then once i start doing it sometimes it's like oh this isn't what i wanted or i'm not enjoying this as much as i thought i would and it's okay to to feel that and to to reevaluate, you know. Yeah, and I think I think you have to look upon a body of work as something that a project doesn't have to be all conform. It can be different images and different uh, themes, and you can put them together in different chapters. And the project can mm-hmm. be much more than just one thing. It it can be skeletons, six images of skeletons, and it can be six images of portraits, and they have the same settings or the same lighting or there is something else that connects them together and you can put them in chapters instead of a whole project Mm. of 40 images all around the same idea or the same theme or the same composition or the same figure you can there's a lot of different ways to do projects as well that's something that I'm trying to do too is one of the problems I run into is I'll start a photo project and usually they're kind of ongoing ideas like oh I'll I'll photograph this particular kind of figure in this particular way and that requires me to go seek out you know some subjects or or figures I might not have and and all of that and I, I find that as I'm doing the project I my photos become better as I go along so then when I'm halfway through the project I look at the beginning and think well I'm not taking photos like this anymore I these don't represent what I want the project to be anymore and so coming to terms with that and realizing that just doing a project you're going to your your method is going to change and you're going to become more polished as you go along or or whatever the case may be like my photos might be better at the end than they were at the beginning and that's okay and that's part of what the project is yeah you know and and maybe those images in the beginning has a different tone a different type of idea that actually corresponds with the the image in the end or maybe they shouldn't be part of the project maybe they're their project of its own the beginning images and the end is a 
a different project or this is one chapter and that's another chapter so you have to look upon I yeah usually when I do projects I do them all the time I usually (laughs) decide in the beginning what is the context or what is the constraint for this project is it the figure Mm -hmm. is it the light is it the settings what, what actually defines this project in some extent I'm doing this project about uh, about to I'm doing a huge portrait project about being a woman and I've done mm. I've done about 50 images of different persons portraits of of people and uh, I knew when I started I wanted this expression and I, when I came through and I done, had done 20 images I realized I don't like this anymore <laughs> I'm not good I don't like the project I don't think it's good enough I'm not thinking the idea that I started with was good enough then I realized I, if I'm going to do this from the beginning to the end I have to say I decided upon these constraints I have to follow them through and I have actually done that <laughs> but but I had to bring in help in the middle to get actually to them because I had to go to another photographer and say is this work working or not mm. is it can I go on with this or should I just put it on my shelf and say this was a good idea but it didn't work and she said no you should go all the way to the end and you even though you're bored with it you have to follow it through so once in a while you have to bring other people into the project as well and ask them say can you help me because I'm I'm stuck or I'm feeling I'm going this direction should I do that what do you say so so find people that you actually trust and ask them Hmm. I like that I love that advice because you know I have my wife is super supportive of my photography and I show her everything and get a lot of good positive feedback from her too you know but it's also like sometimes you need a a third party who's who's separate from you know it's like maybe she won't be uh I don't want to say 100% honest but she'll be more supportive or more encouraging than somebody who if I showed it to you you might say no this isn't really working <laughs> you know um, yeah, yeah that's one wait wait when when I show it to my husband he always says oh you mean the ghost images <laughs> and he says it in that <laughs> that way as well and I say to him I know they are looking like ghosts but they are supposed to do that right <laughs> <laughs> but when I show it to other people they say oh wow <laughs> <laughs> so you have to get different uh, perspectives. You have to, yeah. So find people that you actually can. When you st- when you feel when you feel low, find help. Yeah, take help. Yeah, absolutely. That's great advice. Not only for photography, but just life in general. Uh, don't be, <laughs> don't be afraid to ask for help, people. Um, yeah, and especially there's such a great community of photographers here that you know even just writing a blog post and asking, hey, what do you guys think of this? I'm working on this thing. I think that can be really powerful too. It felt good just writing about some of my project frustrations on the blog this week and and, yeah. and hearing that other people go through it too. And that really helped me realize like, okay, I'm not alone in this. This is, this is a natural thing and something that I can work through uh, photography wise and, and personally. And, and so, yeah, just having that support system is really important and, and can help a lot. Yeah, and and talking t- talking about it, I realized when I was at this book of book fair, and I talked and I heard this uh, writer talk about his work, and he said, "I always loved the the thing I did last, mm. and when I look upon the stuff I did in 
for years years ago or just a month ago I don't think it's good enough and I realized that is something also part of being a creative person you don't like you grow with the work you do right so you seem to be that's something that's part of learning and growing as a, a creative person yeah absolutely yeah and and I find that my my favorite photos is the one I haven't taken yet. It's it's the one in my head that I'm <laughs> that I'm searching for and striving for. And then once I take that one, I'm kind of like, okay, cool, that's out of my system. Moving on to the next one. <laughs> yeah, that's a sad part. That even I know I have, I have this five images that I printed. I think it was five years ago I printed them and I put them on the wall downstairs in our living room and I look up on them and I say, I think I've thought for years, actually for years, I thought these are the most amazing images that I've ever done. And now suddenly I look up upon one of them. I really love that image and I look up on it and I think, no, I could do this better. (laughs) (laughs) And that's a bit sad because (laughs) I want to love it. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I want to love it as much as I did when I put it on the wall. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I I go through that too, especially with a lot of my older shots as I was learning and and figuring things out, you know, and becoming a a better photographer and all that stuff. And, And I think like, should I retake some of these or just let them be? as they are, you know, and, and I, I tend to, to go with the latter, like that the, the photo was the best that I could do at the time. And that's important to, to reflect on and, and to grow from and, and to recognize that like, Hey, this isn't what I would take now, but it's something that I, I did love in the beginning, you know? But they are, yeah, but I, uh, but when I do retake some of the images I really love, I realize that even though I can make a better image, more technical uh, uh, from technical aspects it lacks something else it lacks some sort of uh, emotion of uh, genuine or lack of it lacks something of a feeling Hmm. that I actually put in the original photos I tend to love the original or the first image more than the ones I retake and try to do better yeah, I could see that for sure. Um, just because the first time you're doing it, it's so natural. It's just coming out of you that and you're pouring yourself into it. And the second time, I feel like you're you're at least for me, I'm just going for the, the technical aspect. Yeah. It's like I'm just trying to yeah. do the same thing, but better. And it's it, yeah, it's I'm not lo- the same thing. I'm not I'm losing some sort of feeling towards the image. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense to me. I, f- I feel bad we've gone so far off topic w- <laughs> without talking about your image yet. So <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> so let's let's switch gears a little bit, and I'll t- I'll talk about your image because I'm I'm really excited to talk to you about it. It's not at all what I expected for this fear theme. Why not? Why not? Why not? I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's it's so. I think part of it is when I think of fear, I think of fear as just a, a dark thing. So the fact that you're your image is so you know bright and colorful and, and well lit I was just I was surprised that it wasn't like mine was a little darker and creepier you know so um, I'm excited though I think that's it's really cool <laughs> so what I see is a portrait oriented image 
and it is of a stormtrooper wearing those classic pink uh, high heels that, that we saw a few other podcasts ago. Uh, I'm glad they're making another appearance here. So the stormtrooper is standing and he's standing in these big pink high heels and he looks like he's unsteady. Um, his He's kind of leaning forward as he steps and his, his feet are kind of pointed towards each other like he, he's not uh, very sure-footed and his arms are kind of outstretched so it gives me the impression that he's wobbling a little bit and just going whoa um, as he's standing and what I what I really love about this image is how much of it is out of focus and how much the the top of the stormtrooper really kind of blurs into the background and at the same time looks like uh, he's in motion a little bit like there are I can see where his helmet is, but then just to the left of him, of his helmet, there's like a, a ghosted image of his helmet. And same thing with his his left arm is kind of up and there's a ghosted image or two of his arm too. So it really gives the impression that he is kind of moving and, and shaking, shaking in his boots, as it were, um, for, with this image. I guess when I, when I saw this, I thought, okay, what fears are coming through here? Because, uh, like I said, it's not at all what I what I pictured. And I and I the first things I thought were like fear of identity and, and understanding who you truly are and, and and facing the world without without knowing those things. Um, and the fact that he is kind of wobbly here and, and not very st- very sturdy as he's standing makes me think that he is a little shaky about identity or his own fears or or her own fears I guess I should say it is it is ambiguous because it is a stormtrooper whether this is a a male or female and and the the shoes definitely lean towards female but you know um it it is ambiguous which I really like so yeah the first thing I thought was just just that uneasiness about about yourself and 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 that self-doubt is such a, a big driving fear for myself, and I know for a lot of other artists, and and I I definitely thought that that was something you were going for here. And then yeah, just fear of of standing tall and and being steadfast, and, and those those pressures that that we feel all the time. I, I really feel those coming through, especially with the posing that he does look like he's just gonna topple over at any second. Um, really exemplifies that for me just that the fear that uneasiness that comes with being afraid and and not knowing how you're going to move forward or if you can move forward and 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 I I really love how that comes across here can you talk about some of the fears that you were you were projecting into this image (laughs) Yeah, but you just you just need this. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah, you did. Uh, but there's, uh, I started when I did this image. I, I started with a skeleton, just like you, hmm. trying to get this fear of death or fear of being alone or fear of being left behind, and and I didn't think it. I don't think the any of the images really worked. It, I didn't think they portrayed fear. It portrayed this figure with a skeleton, and I didn't really feel any emotion. It wasn't my fear anyway. So it ended up with me doing the stormtrooper and putting him, these amazing shoes. I love those shoes. I really <laughs> love them. <laughs> yeah, they're great. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, I've done a lot of images with those great shoes. Uh, anyway, so and I realized, no, I want I want to have the I want him to portray portray the the fear of being insecure 
insecure in front of who you are and what you are and what you're supposed to be and the the shoes becomes this symbol of who am i am i a, a soldier or is am i something else uh, maybe i'm uh, this uh, amazing woman with high heels going out for a dance and the insecureness of almost falling he seems to be falling. Mm-hmm. It's just a minute, or, a minute or two. He's going to fall down <laughs> and lose his balance. He ha- he has no balance, and and the the way I put the legs uh, towards one another also is a. I I thought that would be make him more, even more insecure in this situation. He can't really move the way the shoes and the legs are yeah. put together with the arms and the way the upper body is is moving but but the, it's also an image of my in my insecureness as a photographer working with this uh, lack of uh, focus uh, making the legs in focus instead of the the eyes and the head actually is is it I'm kind of I'm truly insecure here. I'm truly fearing that people won't understand that that I do this deliberately deli- with with intent, but on the other hand I fear that no one understands it. They only think that I can't do better. Uh, and that's something I usually brings with me when I do my photography will people we talked about this last time as well. I fear this a lot because I I'm usually don't talk about my photography I usually don't share them even though I usually don't do this much uh, toy photography but when I did I usually thought that the, the images with the lack of uh, focus is kind of not in the main focus for the toy photography community so I always fear that I'm kind of off and no one really uh, can you do that am I is it okay can I belong can I can't I belong and that's also some of the fear that this image kind of becomes a symbol for. Mm, I love that and, and I think that all comes through really really well with this with this photograph actually I, I love that hearing you talk about it really just sheds more light on it and I think yeah totally like you really did nail those feelings in, in this I, I I love it and the way I the way the hand is posing in front of his face and it's so much that is bad photography hmm. in this image <laughs> and I love it but I fear that it isn't good enough hmm. interesting yeah I, I feel that way too sometimes where I take something very intentionally and then think like no one's going to get this <laughs> or yeah. people are going to see this and think like, Oh, he didn't like, why is he posting this? It's not in focus or it's like, yeah, that's the point. So I, I get that fear yeah. that, that people might see this and think like, okay, well, why are the, just one shoe in focus and the rest of it's not like, what was she doing here? And, and I like too, that the figure, um, because he is falling is, is not right, like dead center in the, the frame, um, that he is like, just a little bit to the left like he was standing in the center and as he was walking he's kind of falling to the side and so I like that even the composition here isn't perfect it's a little a little off and and that's that really sheds light on on his what's going on in the stormtrooper's head and that he is off too and and that that's kind of the point so I I love that but I can I can understand that fear that people might see it and, and not get that that's 
intentional. So so when I went for the theme, I went all the way through my own fears and let the image <laughs> portray all of them. I love it. I think you did a great job. And, and I love that it's it's not just um, fear as a as a noun you know it's not just like here's a definition of fear i like that it is personal and and you're putting your own fears into the photograph and you do have to kind of understand who you are as a photographer to to get all of it and to see all of those layers i think that's really i I love that about your work and it's something like i said that i'm trying to to incorporate more in my own stuff thank you yeah yeah but yeah because I I I had this I did a safe photo as well. I did another photo uh the week after I went out to do a photo and I did another photo about fear and it was a David and Goliath um composition mm. with a the robot as Goliath and and a small small uh, you know statue Lego statue uh, as the the David <laughs> but I thought when I looked at them both today I decided I'm going for this one because <laughs> this is better <laughs> yeah I'm glad you went with this one I think it's I love that it's it's an out-of-the-box unexpected uh, interpretation but something that totally makes sense that once I start to think about it so I, I think that this was the smart way to go yeah yeah so so great job I, I love it Thank you, yeah. thank you, thank you. <laughs> I think we did okay, good this month. Yeah, yeah. We, I, th- I thought this was a, I thought this was a hard theme, mm-hmm. and I thought it was really hard going, uh, doing images on. But it was r- really fun doing. I really liked it. Yeah, it was. So, um, do you want to tell people what we're doing next time? Yeah, we are going for portraits. Um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something that I'm also kind of nervous about, because when I started doing toy photography, one of the first things I said was, I don't like portraits. <laughs> you, I, I don't, you don't? Why not? I, I don't know. I think... I, I've always been interested in photography, and I'll talk about more about this in my interview episode, but I, I've always been interested in photography and wanted to do photography, but for the longest time didn't know what to do, um, like what my particular niche would be or my particular subject. And I always thought like, well, I don't want to do landscapes and I don't really like portraits. It's not that I don't like <laughs> portraits. Um, you know, there are obviously some amazing portrait photographers out there. I just it never was something that really spoke to me. And up until this year, I honestly never really shot in like portrait orientation either. I've always been more of a landscape guy. And I think that's because of my history with video and and I love film. And so I think I always, when I picture images, I tend to think of them in landscape instead of portrait mode. And so um, just the idea of shooting in that portrait uh, orientation was kind of strange to me as well. And this year I've been playing around with it a lot, actually, and I've come to really uh, like portrait uh, style. So um, it's something that I'm excited to dive into and talk to you next time about. I know that you have a lot of history doing you know, portraits of, of people, and I've never done something like that. So I'm interested to see your thoughts on portrait photography <laughs> and then uh, how you translate that into doing toys how, how do you feel about the the portrait theme okay i don't know i am not i'm not sure <laughs> I, I i know that i can cheat a lot because i know how to do a portrait but but um i think i think the hard part with a portrait of a toy is that toys don't have an expression mm. so you have to do you have to work with the light to actually get some sort of expression or some sort of idea behind the portrait and and I usually don't see my 
people people pictures as portraits of them i usually see them as portraits of me i borrow their face mm. to actually portray myself i love that so i see them i see them more as self portraits than portraits <laughs> <laughs> i think that's interesting that's a really good way to look at it and maybe something i'll kind of steal for mine <laughs> i have no idea what kind of what shot i'll do um, i've i've been working on a couple um photo projects actually one of them is a series of, of portraits using the star wars black series figures and, and i've been really enjoying just and they're like traditional like person posing in front of a camera against a color background uh, and those have been really fun to just experiment with so maybe i'll try something like that or, or something unexpected i'm not sure so so we'll see uh, if people want to join us and, and take their own portrait photos of course we would love to see them and talk about a few of them on the show and include them on the blog so if you guys want to take your own portrait shots, uh, use the hashtag TP underscore portraits and um, make sure to tag both myself. I'm at the real James 23 on Instagram and Christina at Calix Anderson uh, so that we can see those and talk about them. Yeah, we love to. We, we love to look at your pictures. It's so fun. It's so nice to to get it other perspectives on what we could have done on this right yeah every month I think oh I should I could have done something like that or or I love when somebody does the idea I had in my head and kind of like you said like well I don't need to do this now (laughs) you know uh, so that's really fun to see as well so so please join us yes yeah yeah we love we love seeing your guys's work and and it's really cool that you know we've been doing this almost a year now and and we see the same people consistently participating again and again and that's that's really fun to see and to to be on this journey alongside you guys uh, as Christina and I do this, it's just us talking to each other over Skype, but to know that you guys are listening and taking in what we say and taking your own photos based on our interpretations or, or your own interpretations has been really, really amazing to see. So thank you, everybody, for, for doing that. Yeah, it's amazing. And I'm so humbled that people actually contribute. Contrib- I can't say Contribute. Actually, t- yeah. yeah. <laughs> Take part in these themes it's so amazing thank you for that yeah yeah it really is thank you guys so um until next time uh thank you so much christina for for doing this again with me and thank you again to everybody who bared with me last month as i was sick i'm glad to be back in the swing of things and we'll have uh regular episodes from here on out so i'm looking forward to that <laughs> <laughs> me too <laughs> yeah i've been itching thank to do the today. podcast it's it's been hard not doing it so um, I'm, I'm glad to get back into the things yeah i get that it must be yeah, it must be such a blast to talk to people about their photography yeah it really is so so thank you Let's end here. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll let you guys all go now. Uh, no, we'll see you guys next week. Uh, Christina, thank you again. Thank you, James. Until next time. Thank you so much for listening. You can find new episodes of this podcast and daily articles on creativity and toy photography on our website, toyphotographers.com. You can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. We also ask that you please leave us a five-star review. That'll help spread the word about the show and help us get noticed. You can find us on Facebook at Toy Photographers and on Instagram at underscore Toy Photographers underscore. Music for this week's episode is courtesy of freemusicarchive.org. And finally, you can reach out to us with comments, concerns, recommendations, etc. at toyphotographypod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. I'll see you guys next week.